This is Blake Seven in Character, the podcast that travels at Standard by Five to seek out elements from the classic TV show. We'll be taking a look at the one-off characters and occasionally the not-so-one-offs, who they are, what we think, the actor's backstory, and anything that occurs to us as we waffle away. So, stand by to teleport, but this is going to be spoiler-heavy, so it's advisable that you watch the episode first. Hello, Ian. Hello, Eric. We and I... We and I. We and I. <laughs> we and I. That's a good start to the week, isn't it? Sounds we like and a I. sitcom, doesn't it? We, we and we, I. We, we and I. You and I have not discussed um, this games episode at all, have we? Uh, no. On the, on the preamble to uh, me starting recording today. So um, yeah, so we don't know what each other thinks. Of we this. don't this know. Is, this is also one of those episodes that we're not. Neither of us are. 100% familiar with are we it's uh, no. it was one of those that we never really watched and I think through. I've only watched it once since buying the DVD box set and I bought the DVD box set when the DVD box set yeah. first came out so that I, gives I, you an indication of uh, how popular it is. Yeah, how popular um, it is yeah. I've not even this is the first time I've watched this episode from the DVD set so the oh, last time right. I saw this would have been the, the initial run through on the uh, VHS's Hmm. And we said at the end of last week's episode, you know, that we could we, we know it's Stratford Johns. We know there's a female yeah. um, uh, computer, and um, there's some NAF computer graphics in it. Yes, yeah. That I was mean, my, our abiding my, memories. My memories of it weren't that accurate, as far as as like the games and stuff, um, which is weird. I I remember different bits of it, which is yeah, really strange. Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, we didn't. We didn't know a lot. We weren't really sure about the the story, other than Stratford Johns was a bit of a conniving character. Mm. Um, but yeah, it was an interesting one. It was, a, it was interesting, yeah. but boy, what a disappointment! I can see why I don't remember it much. Um, I think the story's all right, and I don't mind Stratford Johns in it. But yeah, some so, some of the acting from other people is decidedly iffy, and some of the direction is really iffy. Yeah, it's um, it's less than the sum of its parts, isn't it? Because it's on paper, it's got good things going for it. Um, it was, I mean, Stratford Johns is is very good, isn't it? He's Stratford Johns. He tends to not be anything less than professional um you've got some nice location filming i mean look i I understand what you mean about the direction the location direction is really good the studio direction is as flat as Mm. it could be but there's there's weird uh sort of production choices going through it that just they sort of compile so you start you i started watching it and i thought (coughs) pardon me i got a bit of a lurgy in case my voice sounds a bit weird um well, I started watching it and I thought, oh, okay, I'm, I, I misremembered this one. This is actually okay. And then little bits happen and it, it's almost like, a, it's almost like lead poisoning. You, it, you're building it up until mm. you get to the end and you think, what a load of old rubbish that was. Mm. Mm. Really and strange. I'm sure if if you read the script, if you had never seen this, yeah. if the actors read the script, you go, cool, this is this is going to be really really good. Yeah, this is going to be quite a clever sort of. You know, uh, almost Raids of the Lost Ark style action adventure plots and 
and you know different schemes and mm. yeah um none of it actually adds up to anything though no it it is the execution of it isn't it yeah. oh um, definitely 100% yeah yeah All there's right. nothing wrong with the script like I say most of the most of the production is okay uh, as far as direction and that some of it is weird um but it's just yeah it's it's lackluster Mm. Well, we say about the script, the script was written by Bill Lyons. Yeah, I didn't okay. recognise the name. No, this is the only thing that he wrote for Blake Seven. He started off as an actor, and he actually appeared once in Doctor Who. Oh, right. Um, in Enemy of the World. Ah, right. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, he was Wild a guard <laughs> in Enemy of the World. But he went on to becoming a scriptwriter, and uh, went on to becoming an award-winning scriptwriter. Okay. okay? Um, he won the 2010 British Soap Award uh, for his contribution to Emmerdale, because he wrote for Emmerdale an awful lot. Right. And he was also a nominee for an Emmy uh, wow. for something he did called In Search of the Trojan War. Okay. Mm, I don't remember what that is. No, I don't remember must, what it is. That must have been a weird episode of Emmerdale. <laughs> Well, when the Trojans came to the yeah, village, they would, yeah, they were dig, digging up the five-acre field and found in a, the in a wooden sh- in a wooden yeah. sheep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So let's go. Let's go with yeah. this then. Um, uh, we start off with some nighttime explosions. Yeah, uh, stock footage, I imagine. Yeah, I was it does trying look to work out stock. where it was from because it, it looked like it looked like little. Almost like a dome or something. There are on. bits in there, aren't there? Yeah. There, there, there? There's something amongst the landscape in there, but you know um, you can't see much. It's night time, um, but it's being watched by the Scorpio crew and a grinning mm. Avon. Yeah, he's barking, isn't he? He's. I mean, Paul Darrow in this episode is overplaying every single line. I think, we we've yeah. we've discussed before. Is he bored? Does he know that yeah. it's coming to an end? I mean, this is. A, a radically different uh, Avon to yeah. you know seasons one, two, and three, and you know I've seen it justified and explained by oh he's losing his marbles. I think I've said before. I think this mm. choice, this Yul Brynner style King mm. and I delivery of his lines is he's hamming it up. I think he's hamming it up. Yeah, I think he's bored. There's one one point where he almost goes into a Cary Grant impression. It was mm. like I had to rewind it. I think what is he doing? Mm. Um, but. I th- I'd almost say that he's he misplays everything in this. I mean, normally, even in season four, you get some. We said we you get some hammy stuff, but then you get a glimpse of the old Avon, mm. and there's none of that in this. It's just all it's pure ham. It is. It is ham yeah. fest, definitely. He's grinning away, and um, you know Dana says, "Well, it's nothing to laugh about. You know, thousands of people died." Yeah. Um, um, from this mining accident, it's on a planet where they've been digging out Felden crystals. We're back to crystals. Back to crystals. We yeah. haven't had any crystals for a while. No, have we've we? done we've done well because when we first started this, every other week was they were looking for crystals. Um, then we've done we've gone through a whole spate where they've given up on crystals and then back to these crystals, and it it sort of these crystals annoy the hell out of me as well because they're so children's BBC crystals aren't they the, mm-hmm. the the power is, is it, what they're capable of is exaggerate in fact everything in this is exaggerated to the point where it just becomes silly it's pantomime isn't yeah, it it yeah. is totally pantomime this is cliche science fiction these are magic um, these might as well be magic magic beans, crystals magic yeah. beans yep 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 but uh, yeah it he says it's just a happy accident that thousands yeah. of people died Felden is the hardest known substance in the universe and currently the most valuable go on 
I'm just getting interested. It's extremely rare. Traces found in the asteroid belt and on a few insignificant planets. Invariably prized as a precious stone until its commercial and industrial uses were discovered. Feldon concentrates energy. Well, so does a burning glass, so what? That's not a bad analogy, but given the right conditions, Feldon is infinitely more efficient. Infinitely more efficient? I use the word deliberately. But did you use it accurately? The Federation is investing 200 billion credits on the project. For unlimited energy, I would say that that was cheap at the price. So would I. Where? Where what? Where do we steal the Feldon crystals from? It, he says it's just a happy accident that thousands of people died. Yeah. Um, um, and in comes Tarrant, a highly permed Tarrant. It's very it's strange. Very he, st he, he starts this story off with a very uh, permy perm, and, and then later on, when he's on location, it's unpermed, his perm. Yeah. Mm. It's well, like I it's unraveled. The, I imagine the location was done first at the beginning of the season, so perhaps they, the, the, the travelling perm surgeon... Hadn't been round, you know. <laughs> Do you think there's a travelling perm surgeon spaceship that follows the Scorpio I think so. around? I, I yeah. reckon that's where the turd ship originally was. It was the salon for the travelling perm surgeon. Or maybe it's one of Gunsar's men, actually. Yeah. You, you know, on, on Zenon has got a little perm oh, yeah, salon. It could be, yeah. A perming salon, salon tent somewhere. Yes. yes Mr. Yeah. Teasy Weezy, yeah. Yeah, he, Teasy Weezy. Uh, well, he, he's just been in from seeing Mr. Teasy Weezy. Uh, yeah. He says he's been, you, you know, servicing the Scorpio. He hasn't. He's been off to see yeah. Mr. Yeah, Teasy Weezy. Yeah, he's Yes, and uh, Orak is saying that the Federation's going to continue to expand its empire using this Felden, uh, which apparently we've never heard of it up until now, but it's the hardest known substance in the galaxy and the most valuable Um uh, and Villa sits up at that, and you, you know, a thief, and he doesn't know about Felden. But there you go. Yeah, um, this is again. This is one of those plot devices. This is a MacGuffin of the highest order because you're right. No one's heard of these crystals. The Federation are, presu are presumably using these to expand. Yet at the end of the episode, there are no crystals. So no. does that mean that these crystals actually do exist? Is it all just a hype? Well, they if, did exist yeah. because that mining accident was through, you know, yeah. an overload of the Felden crystals. So. Are, are the crystals, because they've got some crystals on the Scorpio, so Avon's got a few crystals and he's handing them about. Are they real? Because at the end they make out, like they're saying that one of these crystals could power, you know, a, a city for... Yeah. So at the end when they say we've got nothing and didn't they have this handful of crystals? Did Avon send them back somewhere? Were they only on hire? It. It's oh, it's pure. Know. This is pure, these, this whole thing is a, a classic MacGuffin. It's a plot device to to give them something to to go after, isn't it? It's... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, um, that they've discovered that you know it used to <laughs> it used to be a precious stone, but it it's now been found to be able to focus energy and is yeah. in, infinitely efficient. Yeah, that annoys. They even question that, don't they? Infinite. Yeah. And yeah. It's like that. Oh, we're we're into pantomime. It is. Um, and yeah, you know, Villa goes where, where, what, where yeah. do we steal it from? Doesn't he? Um, which is an Villa okay good, line yeah. for Villa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is good. Michael Keating is good in this. Yeah. Apart from one thing, but that's not his fault. But we'll talk about that when that arrives. Um, and at at that point, we then cut to our guest. Alarm signal from Orbiter. Yes, I heard that. Thank you, Gavit. You really must try and learn that. 
Attack is the best method of defense. You've got yourself into a hopeless tangle here again, you know. Unauthorized personnel have entered Orbiter. We have visual contact. I wish you'd concentrate on the game. The security systems are quite capable of coping. In fact, Orbiter's defense is a lot better than yours. Who's in a cave um, looking at a bunch of monitors, monitors, which look to me to be displaying speed chess. I don't know if that's the same speed yeah, chess graphic I, I th- we've just been talking about. I thought that, that that was the same one. Um, perhaps it's because we're watching them in this weird order and we're just noticing these things. But yeah, I thought, oh, is, is, is he playing speed chess? Is this, you know, perhaps this is the game of the future. No, maybe, maybe. He's also got a 3D chess game there made out of that, yeah. that, 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 that uh, fluorescent green edging, you know, that you see in B&Q <coughs> now, and, and, it, and it was the Troopers Halo. He's got yes. a whole 3D chess game made he out has, of that. Yeah, he's got a lot of uh, light-gathering acrylic in his... Uh, in that's his the word, light-gathering acrylic. I can never remember what that's called. Um, and he's also got a computer in a bowl. Uh, no, called, no, called no. Gambit. He's got a Maplin disco pod light <laughs> under a cloche. <laughs> and that's a supercomputer, evidently. It, but I don't mind it because you know it. It's not them trying to make some sophisticated technology. It's much the same way as Zen. You know, yeah. it's so different and 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 alien to what we know. I buy it. I buy that that that, that is a supercomputer. <coughs> same way as I buy that a fiberglass dome with lights behind it is Zen. You know, yes. because it's so it's different. Alien enough. Yeah. If they try to make it a, a, a spacey adaptation of whatever computer was around at the time it would look awful and terribly dated but i don't mind these lights under a dome yeah i mean and also the fact that they would have been you know new very expensive technology pod lights Mm. in the early 80s so yeah fair fair enough yeah i don't mind gambit i don't mind Mm. the the way that the lights flash the same way that zen did whenever gambit speaks the lights flash and uh, it's nice that it's a female voice as well and uh, she says that the, the alarms are going off on something called the Orbiter. Yes. Um, we see it on a monitor, but as usual, it's on video and you can't see a bloody thing. That model of the Orbiter, I don't know where it is now. I've got a it's feeling really nice. it, 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 it's been reused on something. Um, because I've never seen it um, photos of it on display at conventions no, or anything like been, that. might have been retooled or broken down. Or... Do you know what I think it might be? Um, because... In the story that comes after this, you've got um, Igorian in yes. orbit, and he lives in a domed building. And that domed, the detail on that domed building looks an awful lot like the detail on the domed bit of the orbiter that we've got oh, here. I reckon be, it was cut up yeah. and stuck in. Maybe, maybe. Um, but it looks quite a nice designer yeah. craft. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, we see it much better later on. But uh, yeah. Um, Belkov, there he is, Stratford Johns. Yes. Um, he's dismissive of the alarm being uh, being activated because he's more concerned about the chess game that he's playing with Gambit. Um, so, yeah, to begin with, he's all right, isn't he? Stra- it's Stratford yeah, Johns. He, um, he's Stratford Johns. You tend, like I say, you tend to get a, a competent performance from Stratford Johns. He's he's you know he's very watchable in this. Mm. Uh, no, nothing against it. I think he underplays it a bit. Mm. Um, for the, the what the character needs, but there's some nice emotion in it, and mm. you you feel it at the end. He does feel sorry for sort of his, for what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, he worked. He, I, I think he's all right. He's a good yeah. actor. 
I, I like the fact that he's in Blake 7 because, of course, he was in Softly Softly, which yes, is yeah. the show that ended and Blake 7 replaced. So yeah. it, it, it's Makes nice. Sense. Do you think he was just, they found him on a set? He was, he was behind the board. Just or wedged something. in they a moved, corner or something. Yeah, they moved it and went, oh, look, Stratford well, Stratford Johns. Johns. Oh, you can be in this one. Yeah. Um, we then go to the Scorpio and we got a nice line from Villa about, do we need money? That badly, I asked myself. That's a nice bit from Michael yeah. Keating. And, he gets uh, all the best lines. In fact, this is a really nice Villa episode. It, some... Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, and you you say Avon's got a piece of Feld and he's playing with it. And I like Tarrant's panicked look when he asks, you know, how, how unstable is it? And yeah. Avon lobs it at him. <laughs> yeah. So, again, are these real? Are these genuine crystals? Mm. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, he, he's got a lump of crystal there, and apparently you can power anything yes. um, um, from it. If you channel uh, concentrated solar energy from distant stars through it. Now, watching that now, that's like, Blumenek, that's in um, uh, Force Awakens. Isn't that what Starkiller Base was doing? It was pulling down yeah. solar energy and, and focusing it. It was it. draining the energy from the sun mm. and uh, focusing it and redirecting it. Mm. Mm bit similar isn't it yeah, yeah yeah do you think they watch this uh, right. what I, what should we face the film on what episode oh this one Game yeah. <laughs> no, i don't think so um the consignment of crystals avon is after is worth 900 million and that's when villa's jaw drops and uh taron wants an assurance that they're going to use it and not sell it and sulin yeah. as ever we keep saying this she is the voice yeah. of reason she says get it first and you can argue about it later Yep, she's um, so practical. Mm, mm, yeah. And uh, Avon says it won't be easy. First of all, it's already been stolen and uh, it's protected by an impenetrable security system. And thirdly, says Orak, he's got a message. And it turns out Avon's got an ally who has yes. gone in too early. And so, um, you know, the rest that Taron wanted has got too damned expensive. And off they go to launch stations. Yeah, Avon has once again sided with someone that's useless. Mm-hmm. You think he would have learnt by now, wouldn't you? You would have thought, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, we go to the orbiter now, and you've got three guys in this corridor. Yeah, wearing bath mats. Where? That material on their shirt is that. You remember, you used to get bath mats with that mm-hmm. patterning mm-hmm. on. And I, I looked at it and I thought, that is just a bath mat. They've just cut up a couple of bath mats and yeah. draped it over the people. Yeah. Everything about this scene, the corridor they're in, the game that they've got to play, the silly little gun they've got with the telephone wire, their outfits, the well, that, lighting. Of, of yeah, it. That, that gun is from Doctor Who. It was from Megloss. Oh, is it? it? Was, yeah, right. it was the gun that... Um, Oh, I can never remember the actor's name. Uh, Bill, not Bill Fraser. Bill, but yeah, no, it is Bill, it Fraser? Bill Fraser. Yeah, Bill Fraser's yeah, was, in that. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. his gun. Um, right. Yeah. No. I don't know which came first. I think Megloss was first. Wasn't I it? think Megloss was first. Yeah. 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 But everything about this, everything the way yeah. this is filmed, the lighting of it, the costume, the, the the equipment, screams to me either Crystal Maze or the Adventure Game. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's as good as the Adventure Game. Or Crystal yeah, Maze. It, you haven't or got Crystal ri- Maze. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't, none of this makes any sense as far as being a security device. It's, it, it's, it, it's rubbish, yeah, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it's just, because you know, the, they're saying that you've got to go through the games to open the doors, so why not just open the doors? Yeah. Like, who's forcing them to do these games? It's, yeah, 
get the equivalent of Villa to just open yeah, the doors exactly. because you've got this silly thing where you've got to outdraw yourself. And I guess the yeah. idea is psychologically you can't shoot yourself. That unnerves you and it gives you a bit of hesitation and then the computer has the advantage because, oh, I can't shoot myself. But well, you're not shoot shooting yourself. You're shooting a black and white TV monitor of yourself. Yeah, but Sulin then, later on Sulin makes the thing that the, or Avon does when Sulin's doing it, that it the first, you can win on the first shot, but then the computer works out how fast you are and just goes a little bit faster mm. which is a pointless why doesn't the computer just go as fast as it can to start with yeah and b that's not a game you can't if you can't win that's not a game so uh, again as a security device this is less effective than a padlock mm. Mm. and it's i, I <laughs> less effective than a padlock that's a good way of putting it but Presumably, I mean, that's not a TV monitor. That's not a t obviously not a TV monitor shooting somebody. Somewhere there is no. a hidden gun that yeah, shoots the person, presume, yeah. right? And the computer, you know, it steals your face. It puts it into the, um, uh, into yeah. the TV monitor, right? And the first two die really unconvincingly in a rubbish way. And uh, Geron, or oh, Avon's uh, ally, uh, goes to have a go and then runs for it. And the TV monitor, Geron, turns... To look at him and shoot him. Well, yeah. th th that's kind of like silly. Um, but there you go. Yeah. Um, it's, it doesn't make a lot of sense when you think about it. Yeah. Did you notice when he gets shot, he gets shot in the left shoulder. But when he arrives on the Scorpio, he's holding his right shoulder. Did you oh, notice I that? I didn't notice that. No, I didn't notice that. I was too too bit too uh, distracted by his stuck-on beard, I think. It's a terrible beard, isn't it? There's, uh, he He's reminded me of something. And I can't... I think it's like an early Dr. Jekyll or Mr. Hyde or something like that, it, when he's in mid-change, where you have yeah. like a, a, yeah. a, a beard. The actor, yeah, he's wearing... The actor I, was familiar. I recognised his voice, um, but I didn't. I couldn't put put it anywhere. But yeah, he... I mean, he's quite good, the actor. He, he plays the part all right, but it, that beard is just awful. It's like, why... Surely... I don't understand when they do things like this. Surely the first time they put that beard on, they'd have gone... It's not working, just mm. have him be clean-shaven. What? The character didn't need a beard. No, and I, I, his outfit's all right. It's better than the other two's yeah. outfits. Yeah. But uh, mm, I don't know him from anything. As I'm speaking, I am scrolling through. And, right, his name's David Neal. I'm, I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm just clicking on him. And yeah, because he was so from? familiar. The, it was just his voice was so familiar. Ooh. He's, we should have done him. He's got a he's got a genre tally. Let let let, let me find out where do I know him from. I I, I can see at the top of IMDb yeah. a couple, but I'm I'm trying to get it in order. Um, he well, he was Garin, but before that, he was in Flash Gordon, the film. Right. He, he was the captain of Ming's air force. Apparently. Oh, he's on he's on Ajax, isn't he? Yeah. He's the actor that's on the Ajax. He's yeah. one of the elders on Krypton in Superman. Right. Okay, yeah, he didn't have that beard on because I would have remembered that beard no, from Superman. Beard. I'm just scrolling down to see if he did anything in Doctor Who. No, no Doctor Who no, or anything. Who. So, it, oh, and he was in Softly, Softly as well. Ah, there you go. He was. He must have been stuck under Stratford Johns in the corner of the set <laughs> with Stratford Johns. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, no. Belkov's watching all this, uh, but he's yeah. still more concerned with the game with Gambit. Um, and it's quite nice. He seems to have affection for her, doesn't he? Yeah, um, I think it's, it, it's the closest we get to emotion in this episode, isn't it, really? Yeah, so, um, so, so you've got this man living alone on this yeah. planet, in this cavern, with just a computer for uh, 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 friendship. 
Yeah, which were meant supposedly for the last 20 years. Mm. Which, mm. Mm. 20 years of mining nothing mm. with with dangerous natives. It, no, it doesn't hold up, does it? It doesn't no, hold up. No, no, it's not believable at all. No. Um, we th- next got a video shot of the Scorpio, and, and usually we malign uh, video yeah. shots of the Scorpio because, you know, they're just so blurry and horrible. But this one, it for once, it isn't too bad because... Yeah, it doesn't look bad at all. No, really. we go in nice and close, and, and it's quite a slow movement past the Scorpio. And actually, I've noticed scorch marks on the side there that I've never seen before, and they're not on my model of the Scorpio, so I've got to go yeah, back and, and add some. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's staggering that I can actually get a bit of detail off of a video effect, but uh, there you go. Yeah, we don't normally see any detail, do we? It's just a blur of... Bleh. Mm, mm. Um, Avon's telling them the plot here and uh, they're not happy that he's been up to things behind their backs and doing deals with an outsider and he is in proper your Brinner mode where he goes yeah. there was no deal and no risks you know and uh, Garen's got no idea where the base is it was beamed from a satellite in sector 4 and hmm uh, yeah, yeah no, yeah, it's, it's delivery it, is, is just not it's not up to. It's not even up to season four normal standards. Mm, no, it's not good. Uh, what is good? It well, the, first of all, it's good, but then it's not good. Is we next see Garen's ship, and that's a lovely ship. It is, yeah. It's a really nice little model. Though. It's Bill Pearson, of course. It's uh, Bill Pearson cool. doing it, but as usual, badly videoed. You've got that halo effect tracking yeah. it as it goes across the uh, screen. Um, and Garen says to hurry to the rendezvous point. Um, and he gets teleported over. And as I say, when he gets teleported over, he's he's clutching his right shoulder. So it might be a teleport accident, and it's actually mirrored him. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've all done it when we're copying images on the computer, haven't we? Oh, what he's been flipped, you mean? Yeah, he's been flipped. Yeah, he's been flipped. Okay, all I right. So. Well, the flipped um, yeah. um, Garen is being tended to, and Avon explains who he is. So. Avon, are you going to tell us what's going on now? I didn't think we would have to move on this so soon. And that made it unnecessary to tell us? And in the meantime, you were doing deals with outsiders. There were no deals, and there were no risks. Well, what about the message? The man who sent that knows where the base is, and that's a risk. He has no idea where the base is. All messages were beamed via an obsolete communication beacon in Sector 4. So who is he? This partner we didn't know we had. His name is Garen. Academician Garen. Yeah, this is where Avon seems to do a weird Cary Grant impression. Yeah. It's really, it's bizarre. I said, like, hang on, what did he just do? He's greedy, yeah. avaricious and a crook. It's that line where he's greedy, yes. avaricious. Yeah. yeah, that is Cary Grant, definitely. It is, isn't it? It's like, he's greedy, avaricious and a crook. crook. Yeah. <laughs> but I like Villa's line about has he got any faults? Uh, yeah, <laughs> Phyllis, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, Garen is part of a research team that delayed his reports yeah, to manipulate a, the commodities market. Yeah, he's described as an academician. Academician. What the heck is an academician? I don't know. Is that made up? I don't recognise. Is that, that a new word that I've never heard before? I think. I think it's space academic, isn't it? Well, is Avon implying that he don't actually do anything manual? He's a bit of a desk jockey. I. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, 
Avon blackmailed him though with the information that yeah. you know I found this out so somebody else could find it out and, and blackmailed him into doing it. Um, and Garen says he had to move fast as the Federation were on their way. And from what he's heard, she would be more than a match for him. Yeah, I wonder who he's talking about. Oh, that's rubbish. You know, well now, you, you know, Avon's, yeah. you know. Well now. Well yeah, now. I, got that. I actually put that in my notes. Another well now. We should have done a well now watch. We should have done a well now watch. At the beginning, yeah. yeah. Just who are they sending? What other female in power yeah. have we ever seen in the Federation? We got Tharnia. What female have we ever seen? Well, yeah. I thought of Tharnia, you know, in trial, yeah. you know, um, you know, Travis's defence lawyer. Um, but that's the only female in the Federation, in fact, it, really, we see with any degree of importance. Yeah, it would have been brilliant if they had have all thought it was Sivlan and they burst in and Avon's going, ah, oh, we meet again, Sivlan. Oh, oh, and it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> who are you? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we go down to a quarry, okay, where we've got monks in robes and paintball masks. Oh, um, this is this is my complaint as well. So they make great play about the fact that the natives on this planet uh, are dangerous, uh, you know, uncivilized, uh, a great threat. And then we we see like two tiny little scenes with them. Mm -hmm. in. There's no, they don't build these up at all. It, it, it's real again, really weird design choices as to why didn't we should have surely had scenes of these people, even when they people are kept being killed later on. You don't actually see the monks doing it. No, this is one of the big problems I have with this, and it's the same problem they uh, that they encountered uh, with the story Horizon and City at the Edge of the World is yeah. when you're talking about a whole race of people, you don't have the budget to show it. All you've got yeah. is about four people and a bit of chanting over the top. That's all yes. you can do. Yeah, and the fact that they're wearing, again, wearing BMX masks mm. is just annoying. I mean, in season four, did they, what, buy up a shed load of these masks? You thought, oh, they're, they're spacey, put them on anything. I guess at the time they were brand new and, you know, oh, yeah. you, you know, this is spacey looking, so we're going to use them. And no, you don't believe for one second that the whole no. population is, is working, toiling in the mines to find these Felden crystals. Um, the only thing that um, I like in that bit is the fact that they are exactly where the TARDIS lands in um, yes. Destiny yeah. of the Daleks. That, yeah. that that plinth bit there is exactly where the TARDIS lands. Yeah, you can you can recognise certain shots, can't you? Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And Servalan is there, you know, all black feathers and harsh makeup. Yes, dressed dressed for a dusty quarry. Isn't she? D dressed for a dusty quarry. Uh, her troopers, they've got the halos, but they've got they, those horrible silver sparkly belts, Ooh. which was yeah, a product they're... of season four. Yeah, the helmets look really nice. I presume these are new, newly made. Hmm ones yeah yeah she uh, we said pantomime earlier she's in full-on yes. panto oh, mode oh, yeah. she raises her arm and clicks her fingers for yeah. no reason what, what no reason. yeah who's who's what it's almost as if she's doing it because she's in the television program isn't it oh it, it's oh. yeah yeah it's i um i love jacqueline pierce but you can tell i mean this story serverland does nothing in it nope there's no point in serverland being so you can see that they've just added this in and I think again, I think she's probably bored or realizes there's no there's no meat to this storyline, this part. So she starts to ham it up. And she and boy I mean, is and, she hamming yeah. it up. And you know, I mean, Servland's normally at like eight out of ten on the on the hammy level. So this is it, it, again, yeah, you're right, pantomime all the way. Yeah, you need a boo or hiss track. 
Yeah. Oh. At yeah. this moment, don't you? Definitely. All right. Well, then she goes inside uh, to see Belkov. Your move. Oh, I must greet our opponents, Gambit. I'm glad to see they're punctual at least. Oh, we're honoured by your visit, Commissioner Slayer. I wouldn't call it a visit, Belkov. That makes it sound like a holiday, which it isn't. And I doubt whether you'll feel honoured by the time I'm finished with you. You've been placed under house arrest, pending the results of my investigations. Yes, well, uh, Mecca 2 is a very strange planet. You'll find it difficult to investigate without my help. I could have you executed on the spot, you know. Yes, that is true, but that would guarantee you didn't get the Felden Crystals, and that wouldn't enhance your reputation with the Federation, would it? By the way, what am I being arrested for? Production has been consistently below target. Your excuses have been, to say the least, evasive. Accidents to members of the previous survey team for which we have yet to receive satisfactory explanations. I've already explained this is a strange place. We, we're working under difficulties. This isn't a game, Belkov. We want those crystals and we want them now. And I'm the only one who can get them for you. It is a game, Commissioner. And I hold the winning hand. No hand is a winning hand until it's played, Belkov. You should know that. Yeah, he's under arrest. Uh, the production of Felden crystals is below level. There's been accidents to the staff, and she wants the crystals. So that's that. Even though we've got no sense of you know that this is a proper mining facility or anything like that, we've just yeah, got a bit so, of a quarry with a four guys walking around. Yeah, it's, it's a tiny quarry. They also, I mean, she's saying that the Felden crystals have fallen below the normal levels but then later on they say there were no crystals yeah and this has been going on for 20 years but no one's heard of these crystals mm. it it's a bit confused no it's mm, mm. Garen tells them about the traps on the orbiter uh, ship yeah. and uh, they get interrupted by gambit gambit is delivering a message from belkov um he wants rescue as he un as he's under house arrests and he says that half the Felden is in the orbiter and then threatens them with using the Felden crystals as a force field to, yeah. to keep them in place. And yeah, so because mm. um, uh, they say traction beams, don't they? Yeah. They say, uh, uh, and talent goes strong enough to uh, pull a ship back or whatever. So. Sure, I'm sure we've seen this before in Break mm. Seven, haven't we? Yeah. We've seen like the Liberator was held in place. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, Servaland comes back in at that point with the uh, ineffectual guards. Those guards, yeah. there's oh. no sense of threat from them whatsoever. None whatsoever. Four of my men have been murdered. Yes, I did try to warn you, but you didn't give me much of an opportunity. What do you mean? Well, the locals do have some rather nasty habits. Ritual murder is only one of them. You never mentioned this in your reports. You could have had backup forces. I didn't need backup. I managed things for myself. I came to an agreement with the Macronians. Did this agreement include the killing of my men? Oh, well, of course not. Of course not. Look, do you realise the problems I had setting up this entire mining operation? There's as a very ancient civilization, you know. I didn't come here for a history lesson. It is relevant. The Macronian high priests use these as a symbol of their power. Now, there is a legend about the Felder necklaces. A chief once stole one. The gods became angry and struck him down. Of course, the gods' anger was merely an electrical storm in which a hunk of polished Felden crystal that size would absorb enough energy to uh, blow holes in any number of recalcitrant uh, chiefs. 
How fascinating. The priests had been cashing in on this piece of luck for generations, so I decided to join them. I said their gods had sent me to collect the crystals. Well, not unnaturally, they weren't particularly impressed. Well, not at first, anyway. I can imagine. So, I borrowed a necklace. All it needed then was a well-placed, remote-controlled laser rifle to ensure that only the chosen one could wear it. After six of them had died in the attempt, they found my survival quite miraculous. Your survival is becoming more miraculous by the moment. You can tell when actors are playing the guards, and you can tell when, and this is no slight to extras, but you can tell when extras are playing the part. Mm -hmm. Because they're not acting, they're just walking about like you would in a supermarket or something like that. No threat, there's no body language to say these are trained killers or anything like that. Well, four of them have been killed, says Servalan, yes. and uh, we find out that the locals perform ritual murder. Um, Belkov's got this Felden crystal necklace under another glass dome, um, which is sacred to their people, and he's told them he's been sent by their god to collect the crystals. That's why they leave him alone. Um, yeah. And uh, Servalan wants to know what he's up to. Uh, half the crystals are missing. Either they were never there, which is fraud, or he stole them. Either way, you know, it's a capital offence. Um, so he's in the doo-doo, isn't he? Yeah, I quite like uh, Stratford John's interactions with Servalan. Because he's underplaying it and she's overplaying mm. it, it sort of works in a way that overplayed Avon and overplayed Servalan in a scene doesn't work. No. So, yeah, I think he's... No, he's, that's a good counterbalance, good isn't it? I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, I mentioned Igorian, um, who we'll, we'll be getting round to. I mean... The thing with that, see, uh, the scenes with Igori and his Servalan is they're both going over the top. Yes. You need to go the other way, really, don't you? Yeah, Which you is can't, what Stratford can't Johns have... is doing here. Yeah, and he's doing it brilliantly. He's he's so naturalistic and realistic. Um, and that sort of balance out. Yeah, you're right. You can't have two over-the-top characters. Otherwise, everything starts to go over the top. And we are, you're then into into um, melodrama aren't you? Yeah. Or, or pantomime even yeah we said in one of our very very first episodes when we were talking about um, Baben the butcher that Paul Darrow actually reined it in because he yes. could see what Colin Baker was doing in, and he didn't have a hope of matching him so that's no. brilliant you've got an over the top character right, yeah. and that's the right thing to do that's the perfect thing to do on that and that's why it's, it works so well can you imagine if that had been season 4 Hammy in fact, we know exactly what it'd be like. It would be time lash, mm. oh. um, where where the, he did decide to try and over over the top Colin Baker, mm. which is not something you in mortal man should try and do. No. That's not going to happen. <laughs> Brilliantly put. Um, Tarrant, Villa, and Dana teleport down. Um, I thought it was quite nice. Uh, oh, they're, yeah. they're in the quarry, but you see the sea in the background. Yeah, it's quite you nice. see the Dorset uh, coastline. Yeah, but it annoys me that uh, they're they're beaming down, beaming. Huh? They're teleporting down uh, surreptitiously, but they teleport down on the crest of the hill yeah. in silhouette, right. where in broad that's daylight. The most vis- yeah, the most visible place they could ever beam down to. Yeah. 
Uh, and it's like, oh, that's uh, that's just for effect because it looks nice on the telly screen. Yeah. I was saying one of the problems I've got with this story is the direction, and there's a, a there's a good example of that coming up because Dana shoots a trooper, right? Oh, oh, he dies so neatly. I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> she, you see, you see Josette Simon shoot her yeah. gun. You then see the trooper sort of like hugging a rock. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like he's been given instructions. Don't fall over. These are brand yeah. new helmets. Don't drop your gun. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. drop your gun. It'll get dirty. He sort of yeah. hugs the rock and then very yeah. very slowly uh, falls lets down. down. Yes, yeah. lets himself down. And yeah. then we find out he's got a sacrificial knife in his back. Yeah. So did he already have the knife in his back and then Dana shot him? Or well, I think that it was simultaneous, wasn't it? So she she went to shoot him because um, doesn't Tarrant say? Uh, you can you can sort of console yourself that you would have got him anyway. Mm. So I yeah I I presume that luckily the invisible monk that we never see through his tiny little triangular device. But when they pull it out of the guard's back, it's only embedded by like a centimeter. Yeah, that would cause him a bit of a sting. Yeah, but that's not going to cut anything. It In fact, that's probably not even going to go through the bell staff. It won't go through the bell staff. No. Yeah. So you got a murderous monk there. I guess he only had one knife because presumably, yeah. if he had more, he would have then attacked them. But yeah, so he, he, he had he one knife his and ran away. And buggered off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, up on the Scorpio, Avon wants to leave. Yeah. Um, because he smells a rat. Get ready to leave orbit. Leave orbit. I don't mind playing games, but I do object when the opposition makes up the rules and decides to be the referee as well. I think we should try and even things up a bit. How? Belkov trusts no one, which is a strength because that means that no one can betray him. But it is also a weakness because it means that he is the only one who can defend what is his. So? He makes everything self-protecting. The booby traps, the force field? Exactly. Everything automatic and therefore predictable and therefore vulnerable. Slave. Uh, yes, master. I want you to compute a new orbit so that from the planet's surface, Scorpio is constantly eclipsed by the orbiter. Uh, yes, master. He'll be suspicious as soon as you move. We leave our present orbit as far as he is concerned. We're pulling out, we're cutting our losses, and we're running for it. He'll turn his attention to more important matters and leave his automatics to track us. Once we have that moon... Between us and the scanner, we can start back down again. Since his automatics won't be able to track us, they will merely inform him of what he thinks he already knows. We have gone. What happens to Tarrant and the others, meantime? Well, during the maneuver, they are entirely on their own. But once we are in our new orbit, the teleport system should function quite normally. Oh, it's a calculated risk. And but at least you and I can be certain that we can get away when we want to. Um, and he starts going on about Belkov being surrounded by automation, which is therefore predictable. <sighs> and, and they're going to place the Scorpio between the orbiter and the planet. I don't think he's Yul Brynner in this scene. He's more William Shantner now. Oh, yeah, he... This all the time he's alone with Servalan on the ship. He again, he's. You mean Sulin? Uh, Sulin, sorry, yeah, not Servalan. Um, too many S's and T's. Yes. I noticed <laughs> la last week I was listening back to it, and I called Tarrant, Tra uh, Travis Tarrant. Mm. So, apologies, Travis. That's, <laughs> I should never. That's a horrible <laughs> thing to happen. Um, but yeah, he 
he goes he's gradually goes over the top over the top over the top over the top and then when he's talking to uh Aurak, it's just bizarre mm, mm. it's the, the way he's talking it's like what is this experimental theater what's going on it's like he's on, on a stage in a massive auditorium yeah. and he's got to talk to the very back, you know? Yeah, he's aiming it at the back of the, the gods, isn't he? He's, it's, it's not a subtle performance at all. Mm, mm. Um, after that, we get a nice shot of the orbiter. And I say it's a nice shot of the orbiter because, yeah, you don't still don't see too much. It's basically a photo of the orbiter. But you've got all those very season one coloured planets all the way around it and I know yes. you're not a fan of them but I, li- I, li- I like these brightly coloured planets. Yeah, they're, they're, they're okay. I mean, we I suppose we've also got a, somewhere somewhere just off of one of those planets we find out later is a black hole as well, isn't it? So mm, mm. That's handy. That is handy. That's, that's, that's how space works. Yeah. Um, <coughs> again, really bad direction. You've got the three down on the yep. planet and they're watching, you know, this mining facility and... Um, uh, Villa stands up and then squats down and is spotted by a guy in a lights yeah. outfit. Um, it's very crudely, clumsily done. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, again, they're sort of portraying Villa as this idiot. There's no the, the Villa we know and love. There's no way he would stand up to have a better look at something like that. Mm. It's just like you're right. It's just done. It's really weirdly directed. It's almost like they they didn't get enough shots or something. Mm. So it doesn't quite work. It doesn't work at all, does it? I'll tell you what I I noticed, and and that's from, you know, making props, is that officer has got a different style of uh, Federation pistol. Yes. Did you notice? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's got some weird stuff on the back of it. Yeah, the tubing has been cut up into two sections, and then there's extra bits. It's the same pistol that um, uh, Serverland's going to use later when she's got her gun on Gerin. And you've yeah. got some nice screenshots of that. Um, I don't know why they went to the trouble of adapting a pistol when they would have had enough pistols to use. But uh, it's, a ni- it's a nice little variant. Yeah, I always like a bit of a variant in a, a prop. It's yeah, to look at. Yeah. Uh, did you notice that in this scene, Villa has no clip again? Yeah. In his clip again? Yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, um, Villa's asked, "Where did you get the knife?" And he goes, "I found it." And the yeah. guy goes, "Where?" And he goes, "Sticking out of one of your guards." Yeah, um, <laughs> and, nice Villa line. Yeah, and then they all, all the troopers get shot down by Dana. Yeah. Um, I don't know why she was away from them, but she gets shot. I don't know how she got over there, to be honest. Because no. if you again, you look at the blocking of the scene. How did she get there? Mm. It's it's badly done, but at least she gets a moment. Dana actually gets to do something. You know, that her character was meant to be good at. Yeah, which is unusual by this point, yeah. Inside Belkov's room, a trooper smashes the dome holding the Felden crystals. I really must object. I mean, it's taken me years to get these things together. I mean, there's no point in your destroying them. We asked for your cooperation. You wouldn't give it. I hardly be stupid enough to hide a consignment of Felden crystals in here, now would I? No. Where would you put them, then? Try the computer. I wouldn't do that if I were you. Go ahead. I did warn him. You see, Gavin is programmed to defend itself. I... I really think cooperation would be the best idea for both of us. That's what I've been offering you all along. Well, I didn't find your terms very attractive. What do you have in mind? Well, first, I think this gentleman should stop threatening me. 
Then I just want to get away from here safely to have enough capital to continue my researches in peace somewhere else. You mean you expect the Federation to pay you for something you've already stolen from them? I think I'll just turn you over to my interrogation team. You'll give them what they want in the end. I, I could tell you where you could get your hands on some outlaws, just as a sign of good faith, of course. I'm listening. Avon, Villa, Tarrant. I understand the Federation would like them put out of circulation. I don't believe you could deliver. They're already here on the planet. You'd have them within 24 hours. And the crystals? Oh, they'd be part of the deal. Another triumph for Commissioner Slear. Perhaps we can do business after all. Good. Then, without appearing to be greedy, I'd like to discuss the question of my uh, payment first. The Federation's been paying you for 12 years. I'd say you're lucky to get out with your life. Oh, I wouldn't. I want Orac, my ship, and enough Felden crystals to negotiate my way round the galaxy. <laughs> you are getting a bargain, and you know it. Well, he smashes a toffee glass dome. To- toffee it's, glass, It's the yeah. worst toffee glass I've seen in a... I think in a BBC production, it's just awful. Yeah, they're looking for the rest of the crystals, and he warns them not to try searching the computer. And the yeah. guy gets oh, this is... fried badly. Yeah, this is. I put down this is the world's worst death. So why does he open that circuit board and then touch the circuits? Why would you do that? Mm. It's just. Oh, he deserved to die. He did. He did. Um, he's trying to do a deal with Servalan. He 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 wants uh, he wants to go somewhere peaceful as a sign of good faith. Um, He'll give her the Scorpio crew, uh, but he wants Orac, his ship, and half the Felden crystals. Yeah. At this point. Um, he calls her Slear all the way through. I'm guessing Belkov doesn't know that Slear is Servalan. He doesn't know it's Servalan, yeah. Mm, mm. Which makes sense. She's she's tried to cover her tracks, hasn't she? Yeah. I'll tell you what, that maybe that makes sense of what, what Garen says about, I've I've heard she is more than a match for you. He knows Serverland, but he doesn't know that Serverland is Slear, and Slear is Serverland. So to be, to yeah. Garen, this new person, Slear, you know, is an unknown. Yeah, could be. Mm, mm. I think we we might be reading too much into that, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more more than the production crew thought. Indeed. <laughs> Outside, Villa's got the door open for them to go inside, and yes. they live leave Villa on watch outside. Now, why? Um, Surely they must have thought, oh, there'll be other doors inside. You would need Villa inside with you and leave Dana on watch. She's the one with the gun, yeah. you know. So you've you've left on watch the person that you least trust as backup. Yeah. And you're right. That that what if there was a second door just inside the first one? Yeah. Uh, Dana's they, just Dana's just shown her prowess with a gun. You would want her yeah. to be on guard, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course, yeah. course you would. You want Villa with you, and you want uh, Dana covering your back from a hidden position yeah, yeah. there's a stupid bit next um, you know the whole bit of uh, Villa hiding and the guard standing on his fingers yeah um, mm, mm. well it, it, this annoyed me as well because Villa puts his gun in his waistband and then has great trouble keeping it in there and you think you've got a holster literally three inches away from where you're putting it in your waistband mm. Why? I, I thought I wonder if there was an extended comedy bit or something you know where his gun falls out, or oh. it just seems such a pointless thing to it do. It is pointless, and, it, and no, it's just silly. Uh, we go back to the Scorpio, and Avon is really OTT now. I am releasing manual control. Watch out for any deviation in the orbiter. Yes, master. Well, that should keep Belkov guessing. 
Now let's see if we can do anything about getting those crystals. Warak. Yes, Ivan? Tell me everything you know about Belkov's 197 computer. You suggested I spared you the technical details. Oh, don't sulk, Warak. I have a little more time now. The modifications are very extensive. It's inaccurate to call it a 197 anymore. It's really a sort of hybrid. For example, a whole section of its memory banks are from a PPC class unit. A pleasure planet computer. That means it plays games. The total effect is a system which responds in what I can only describe as an eccentric manner. What does that mean? A computer must, by definition, be logical. But it can also mirror the logic of its creator. You mean it's an extension of his mind? No, that is not what I mean. His personality, then? A better definition, but still not quite accurate. Would it know how the booby traps on the orbiter are programmed? As yet, I don't have enough data to answer that question. If it knew, could you extract the information from it? Come on, that's a simple enough question. There might be problems. Why? You have extracted information from Federation computers before now. This is just a hodgepodge of three or four of them. You have already said that it is inferior to the you. The difficulty is not technical. It's more one of uh, attitude. Ah. You mean the logic of its creator. Exactly. Let me remind you of ancient Earth mythology. The Delphic Oracle would answer questions truthfully without giving a true answer. So what we need is not the right answer, but the right question. And in circumstances where any mistake will prove fatal? Yeah, he's gone, he's gone on to 11. Oh, this is the bit you were talking about. You know, Aurax yes. says that Gambit is a hybrid made up of a number of systems mixed yeah. in an eccentric manner. And Aurak is also cagey about whether he can read Gambit. And Paul Darrow, he goes into this huge Yul Brynner thing with yeah. his questions. Come on, come on! Yeah, it's he's the he's the one character that knows Aurak back to front, and that it's pointless talking to Aurak. Like, you know what I mean? It's you can understand Tarrant getting annoyed with Aurak. Yeah, but Avon shouldn't get annoyed no, with Aurak. No. And he is so Yulbrinner, he has now yeah, resorted yeah. to to, to um, meeting any statement by Aurak with a ah yeah. each time. That is so King and I. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Oh, bloody hell. Um, Aurak mentions the Delphic Oracle from yeah. from Earth mythology. Okay. So they, they know that, but they, they don't know what the Prince Regent wore properly. No, no. Well, Aurak's obviously found that out. I had not made the yeah. connection before that Aurak is is uh, short for Oracle. Oracle yeah. I had never, ever made that connection before. Oh, right. Did you? Did you know? Yeah, or, or yeah I thought I just, I just assumed that was the, the, where they got the name from, I, that he was an Oracle. No, I, I had never made that connection before. How dumb am I? Yeah. Oh. All right, well, the others go in and they meet Belkov. Do come in. Guns are quite unnecessary unless you have some urgent reason for killing me, that is. Oh, that's always a possibility. There are a lot of Federation troops about, as you might have noticed. And I did mention to Commissioner Say you might be dropping in. Well, that sounds like an urgent reason for killing you. Yes, but you see, if you did, Gambit is programmed to raise the alarm. Wouldn't help me, I know. But it would ensure that you were captured and executed. Look... I don't care if she gets the crystals or you do. I just want to get safely out of this place. Well, we're not keen on staying here either. Oh, really? Can you explain why your friend Avon has taken your ship out of orbit? 
That's not true. You couldn't raise him on the communicator. Avon wouldn't run out of us. Mm, well, I wish I had your faith in him. Still, whatever the reason, it calls for some slight change of plan. Are you still capable of piloting one of these Federation ships? It's what I was trained for. Good. Gambit. Yes, Belfast. Uh, uh, slow down. We'd like to know exactly what you're doing so there can be no misunderstandings. I was going to instruct Gambit to uh, contact Commissioner Sleer, give her your position, and advise her to take her men and arrest you. You'll be dead before you get the first sentence out. Yeah, well, that, that would be a pity, you see, because the place I was going to send her is held to be sacred by the Macronians. They're a primitive bunch, but they do take their religion rather seriously. And uh, he tells them um, Scorpio's gone. It, it, it's yeah. gone off. And asks Tarrant if he can pilot one of the Federation ships. And uh, Tarrant, of course, being Tarrant, oh, yeah. is what I was trained for. Um, we're going to la- later find out that they were pursuit ships. So uh, Tarrant was trained how to fly a pursuit ship, even though it's a three, well, two-person thing to fly. Yeah. So he was trained to fly it, even though in other episodes they've sort of said that it's a, a bit beneath, and it the captain doesn't fly. Mm-hmm. The captain gives orders. It's you know that's where you have mutoids and things like that to fly it. So I think I think ta- this this gives uh, gives the lie to Tarrant's claim that he was a captain. Mm-hmm. I think he was just a pilot and not a very good one because we're going to find yeah. out in the flight simulator yes. later. He can't even <laughs> land the flaming thing. Yeah. Um, Belkov says that he's going to tell Serverland, you know, to to that they are hiding in this area that is sacred, you know, to yeah. these monks. Okay, um, and and again, really bad direction because the next thing we've got bombs going off outside, and a man runs along on fire for no reason, you know. Yeah. Um, we've just got to assume that these all these monks that we don't see are now setting bombs off. But why? But why? You could have, you could have tied this in. But again, they either didn't have time or couldn't be asked. Where you could have said that Serverland brought a large troop of soldiers. They're now trying to subdue the natives, so the natives are starting to rebel, mm. and that Belkov had this happy medium. But they don't even bother that. It's like, yeah, just the explosions going off, and the fact that they they're obviously filming just in this one tiny location. I had flashbacks. Do you remember the film Robot Monster? Yeah. Where it's just that one cave. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept getting flashbacks out. I thought, oh, it would be brilliant if the Robot Monster came running out. Yeah. It's too ambitious to say that you've got a whole yeah. race, or even just a country, or even a county, yeah. or even a town yeah. of people. Right, On the BBC budget, or a village, yeah. or a pub of people. Yeah. You know, oh dear. Because we... They could- they could barely get a transit van full yeah, of people. Dear, oh dear. We do see a sacred cave. Uh, like I say, yes. you've got about four people with library chanting going on. Um, yes, you, they've, you, got to, the to play, they've got the record playing. They've got the record playing to denote that there are more people behind the camera somewhere. Um, and these four people turn nasty, but that's it. Um, yep. That's all you see of all this, you know. And I say, it's just not fleshed out enough to... I mean, why bother... It's not enough to do anything, so just why bother? Just say it's the priests of a temple, yeah. not 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 that, that the whole place. Yeah, um, Orak meanwhile is playing games with Gambit. How long are we going to wait for those two? As long as it takes. If Orak is going to get any information out of that machine, this is the way he's going to do it. Who's winning? We've both made sacrifices. He means that Gambit is. A temporary advantage. To an inferior computer. Which merely disguises my long-term strategy. 
Let's forget your ego for the moment. Have you extracted any information that can be of use to us yet? Gambit has evolved into its present form over a number of years. Well, that's true of all computers. You adapt them, you improve them. But these adaptations seem entirely haphazard. Since circuits have been added merely for amusement. Others, the defense mechanisms, for instance, are surprisingly complex. But they all perform the same function. Belkov does not trust anyone except that machine. It is his bodyguard, his companion, his playmate, his friend, Orak. No, that implies an emotional tie, which is no part of a computer's function. These adaptations, if they went in haphazardly, could they be removed the same way? A lot of them have been. There are circuits in the PPC section that serve no function at all now. It seems that games are added at a whim, and when the adapter gets bored with them, taken out again. So every function can be isolated and removed. Exactly. Ah. And yeah. uh, he says that Gambit has been adapted over a number of years. And again, Paul Darrow's going over the top here. He's going on about, you know, his friend. Um, and Orax says, no, that implies an, an emotional link. Um, games are added. Um, and this is my worst. I, this could possibly be the worst Paul Darrow acting I of the show i'll have to keep a, a note of it where he says so every part can be isolated and removed he goes like that yeah. and uh or that goes precisely and then we then we get another ah <laughs> from him yeah he's he's overacting oh it's rubbish me. it's terrible it's, it's interesting going back where obviously computers were still a fairly new thing when they made this and the idea that computers are designed to do one thing and one thing alone isn't it yeah and that then you you say you've got a pleasure computer or you've got a other computer and they've belkov's cobbled it together um but then they they go through all this and avon's ah moment and it never amounts to anything it's not like they take the computer apart particularly i mean he, he tells him about the villa to get the circuit board but but why? What's it the just, circuit board yeah. for? You well, you, you never actually see yeah. the circuit board then being used. It's 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 very very weird. Mm. It really is. Yeah, yeah. He he does. He calls Villa and says, "Right, you've got to go off and get yeah. this circuit board." Um, and from Gambit, and all the while, yeah. all these bombs are going off. Now they're being set off. We know by Gambit because um, yes. uh, Belkov is evidence, yeah is yeah. destroying the evidence, and Belkov is taking them to his ship or to the Federation ship, and he traps them um, in this uh, area underneath the launch area, doesn't he? He lets yes. them walk in and then walks out and presses. Talent is so thick, isn't he? Yeah, well, he, well, he knows. He said, "Well, we walked yeah. into that one, didn't he?" Yeah. You know? Um, and Geron, he, he says, yep, yeah, the bombs are uh, Belkov disguising the evid evidence of his crookedness and um, and our heroes' bodies will prove that they are the culprits. Everyone will just assume it was uh, Tarrant and, and co. that are responsible for it. Um, and then we go across and Villa uh, meets Gambit. Yes. And I like, I like Michael Keaton. Yeah, I, I think he plays it well with... Because uh, it's like... Everyone, everyone sort of uses their strengths on it. And Villa's idea to get around the computer is to be nice to, to it. chat it up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, to be friendly to it, and I think that's brilliant. That's that's exactly what Villa would do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Belkov comes in, of course, <laughs> and 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 Villa has to, um, yeah. you know, uh, hide. And he tells Gambit that he's leaving and uh, that she's got to self-destruct. 
yeah. uh, after he's launched. And he does sound gutted to do so. Yeah, he's, you know? I think he's genuinely sorry. Yeah. Like you say, if he's been alone with this computer as his only companion for 20 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then he goes out and, and uh, Villa comes back out of hiding. And I do like Michael Keating. I like I like the way he leans up against her, you know, like yes. he's leaning on the bar. Yeah. And uh, and I like her saying, would you like to play something? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, no, it's a nice little conversation the two of them have because he's playing her, isn't he? He's like, well, you know, yeah. if somebody told yeah. me to self-destruct, I know what I'd do, blah, blah, blah. And if you give me that circuit, even if you do do it, a little bit of you is going to live on, isn't it? You know? Yeah, he's um, he, he's trying his best, like say, to play the computer in the only way he really knows, isn't it? He, can't, he knows he can't use logic or anything like that. And it works. Because he gets the circuit. Yeah, he gets the job done. Not yeah. only does he get the circuit, he gets uh, her to show him the uh, the video of, um, you know, where they are and, and yeah. gets her to open the door and uh, talks to them as well. He is the hero in this bit. Yeah. yeah. And I say it's, it's a good Villa episode. Yeah. He's by far the strongest thing in it. i tell you what's odd is the next bit. We've got a little bit of a shootout and that seems very odd to see Villa shooting somebody. He actually kills somebody. That's not very often yeah. you see uh, Villa killing somebody, is it? No, but we've said before he has got a he has got a killing streak in him. He just doesn't use it that often, does he? No. But yeah, it is. You know, we we would expect it from season one, Villa. But by now, you've sort of he's cuddly Villa, isn't he? Yeah, and it's like, oh, yeah. I guess he's got enough of a code in him that he actually whistles, yeah. doesn't he, to get the guard's attention yes. before yeah. shooting him. He doesn't just shoot him in the back. I suppose he gives the guard at least a bit of a chance before killing yeah. him. Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, they get out and uh, and that uh, they get out of there outside and they go to exactly where the old TARDIS rock is. You know, that's exactly yep. where the TARDIS is yeah. in Destiny of the Daleks. And um, and they get teleported up. Garen's been left behind. I guess when he gets shot, he gets sort of shot, doesn't he, in that shootout? And I guess his bracelet yeah. falls off. He gets shot a lot, doesn't he? No, indeed. He survives it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's been left a lot behind and he pleads for his life to Serverlan, but you know he's a dead man. Um, you never actually yeah, see yeah, what happens happen. to him, but yeah, 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 there's no way he's going to survive that. Uh, you, you know he's not going to get anywhere. Um, no. And uh, next we're on the little orbiter. You know, we've got Sulin and uh, Tarrant and Villa and Avon with Orak. Um, um, and they they've got to go through the games on the orbiter, and yeah. uh, and Sulin has a chance to shine here, hasn't she? Because it's finally yeah, a game it's... worth playing. Yeah, it's it's quite. I mean, it it's silly, but it's also quite clever that it builds to their strengths. But then you think, isn't it lucky that all the game? I mean, they don't play a lot of games, but the games all match. Yeah. The, the talents of our characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I, I thought it was a bit odd there. Did you notice that the computer voice is a mix of Orac and Gambit? Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, that, yeah, no. yeah. They've superimposed the, the the lady's voice over Pete Tudnam's voice, oh, right. which is a bit weird. Is that t meant to to define the Orac's um, like? Half controlling. I don't know. Gambit. I don't or know. Or maybe be it's been voiced through Orac because they've got this yeah. little relay of, uh, device that's on the true, top yeah. of. Um... I wonder if that's what the circuit board was. Is that relay thing? I don't know, so but that it... little black thing on that box looks an awful lot like a doorbell to me. Yes. Yeah. It does, and most probably it is. 
It probably was, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Suli, uh, no, Suli, uh, Slave tells um, um, Dana that a ship yeah. is leaving, followed by the pursuit ships. That, that's Belkov leaving, and uh, followed by the pursuit ships, and they're heading towards the orbiter. Um, did you notice a continuity error there? Uh, didn't notice one. Yeah, no. when, it, when he's telling Dana, you, you know, yeah. all this, in the foreground, you can see Orak. Oh, right. Now I didn't know. But Orak is on the orbiter yeah. with Avon. You know? But if you look yeah. in the foreground there, I'll, I'll, put the, I'll screen grab it and put it yeah. on Facebook. You can clearly see Orak in the foreground. Yes. Um, Sulin wins, of course, this yep. shootout things. Um, despite the crappy graphics, she does win. And the next room, that, that it opens up to the next room, and it's based on an LFS, says Tarrant, yes. a launch flight simulator. I- yeah, I trained on one of those. Well, isn't that lucky? Perm-headed buffoon. buffoon. <laughs> yeah, he might have trained on it, but he's not that good that he can land no. the thing. Um, yeah, it is a it bit rubbish. It doesn't seem that difficult either, does it? No. Uh, I know, I know there, like, you didn't have computer games like that back then, and you look at it now, and it's it's below what, like, the even, you know, uh, uh, the, the lowest of the flight simulators are now. I tell you what it reminded me of, and I had this back in the seventies when I were a nipper. I had a, I had a, a I think it was made by Airfix. There was a, a, a game. Oh, flight deck. Flight deck, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where you have to try. That, yeah. yeah, you've got a handle like that, and you've got to try and yeah. land this plane on a bit of string on, a bit on, of string. on your flight it was string deck. Powered, yeah. Oh, I've got to look into that. How, how are you a jump jet that was. Wasn't it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you and I uh, thought of that at exactly the, same, the same time. Age, yeah. yeah. It's, much like this episode, that's that was a game that had so much promise when you saw it advertised and in the Argos catalogue. Yeah. And then when you finally got it, uh, it wasn't that much fun. It's like Tank Battle. Did you have Tank Battle? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah and it was just a... Again, string-powered. Yeah, string-powered. <laughs> all string-powered. <laughs> oh, it was a different age then. The kids was, today, yeah. you know, don't know what they're missing. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Everything was string-powered. Yeah. But yeah, no, he, he can't manage it, you know. Um, yeah. um, he, he can only achieve orbit. But that's enough, though, and he gets us through to the next thing, which is a locked door. Handy, yeah. then, that Villa's there. Uh, t- t- I do like that uh, Avon just randomly presses a load of buttons. Mm. It's like, what, is he, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. It's a terrible line there about yeah. how Villa says, in the old days, you know, and, you know, it's the whole fingerprint thing, isn't he? Get some dust off a of Tarrant's boot, which is the remains yeah. of the guard that fell just, in that machine. Yeah, I quite like that it's that Villa does it. It shows he's a clever man and he knows this stuff, and that, but it is a bit silly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a silly, cheap yeah. cop out end to all yeah. this, especially when he goes, "Oh, I hope one of these fingerprints was Belkov's." Yeah, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're, you're crap out of luck if it isn't. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. The, the next bit, I find this all very confusing. The last game is when they realise the orbiter is moving away. Yeah. It's pre-programmed to fly according to the star it's locked onto. I don't understand what any of this is. I don't understand any of this. Avon says, I, I calculate twice. that the yeah. next star is da-da, which is a black hole. And yeah, he goes, it's a black hole. This, like, this is all gobbledygook from now on. <coughs> I don't understand it. And it's almost as if they got this, they were like 10 minutes before 10 o'clock and the lights were going to go off at the BBC Centre. And they went, let's throw out the proper ending. Just make some old yeah, shit just, up. Just make it up. Yeah. It's really confusing. Uh, but luckily we cut away from that and we get another another yeah. lovely Bill Pearson creation. Belkov's ship. 
Yeah, it is really good. It's a really nice design. Um, And uh, Belkov's on it, obviously, and he's talking to Gambit. Gambit? Look, let's get one thing straight from the start. I don't mean you any harm, not personally. I'm sure you're a miracle of engineering, and I bet you're not as bad-tempered as Orak. I just want one of your circuits, that's all. Now, you've got plenty to spare, so there's no need for us to get into a fight about it. Gambit. Yes, Belkov. Give me a security scan. Security scan operative. All right, mining area? Three. Main entrance? Eleven. What's uh, Commissioner Slayer doing? Thirteen. Tariffs and the others? Fourteen. Orbiter? Twenty-one. Good. That's the lot. Security scan completed. Gambit. Yes, Belkov? I'm leaving this planet. I have to. There's nothing for me here now. Prepare Alpha 3 for takeoff. Start countdown as soon as possible. Launching preparations underway. I can't take you with me. I need you to finish off things here. When I'm clear of Mecron atmosphere, go to condition red. When all other tasks have been performed? Yes. I can't take you with me. You you can see that, can't you? You're needed here. But you can't be left intact either. After all the trouble I've been to destroy the evidence, I, I can hardly leave you with memory banks full of it, can I? Is there some other function you wish me to carry out? When all other tasks have been performed... Got a self-destruct sequence as programmed. Gambit. Yes, Belkov? I shall miss you. I don't suppose that concept could possibly mean anything to you. I just thought I'd mention it. You'll probably say it's none of my business, but if somebody told me to kill myself for them, they'd get a short answer. Well, you just programmed to respond to Belkov. Can you hear me? Can you talk to me? Would you like to play something? I'm programmed for all games. Oh, that's very kind of you, madam, but not at the moment, thanks. Look, if you're programmed to defend yourself, surely you shouldn't self-destruct. The self-destruct sequence overrides all others. Seems a bit of a waste. If you could let me have that circuit I mentioned, it'd be a sort of way for you to live on, wouldn't it? That'd be much better than being blanked out forever. I must complete all tasks set. Oh, yes, of course, but uh, if you could let me have that circuit. And uh, any chance of security scan 14 again? Security scan 14. Do you require voice contact? That wouldn't be a bad idea. And if you could open the door, that would be even better. Tarrant? This is your one-man backup team. I think it's time we got out of here. Where are you, Villa? Belkov's living quarters. We'll be right there. I like I like Michael Keaton. Yeah, I I think he plays it well with because uh, it's like everyone everyone sort of uses their strengths in it. And Villa's idea to get around the computer is to be nice to, to it. chat it up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, to be friendly to it, and I think that's brilliant. That's that's exactly what Villa would do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Belkov comes in, of course, <laughs> and 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 Villa has to um, yeah. you know uh, hide. 
and he tells Gambit that he's leaving and uh, that she's got to self-destruct yeah. uh, after he's launched. And he does sound gutted to do so. Yeah, he's, you know? I think he's genuinely sorry. Yeah. Like you say, if he's been alone with this computer as his only companion for 20 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then he goes out and, and uh, Villa comes back out of hiding. And I do like Michael Keaton. I like, I like the way he leans up against her, you know, like yes. he's leaning on the bar. Yeah. And uh, and I like her saying, "Would you like to play something?" <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, no, it's a nice little conversation the two of them have because he's playing her, isn't he? He's like, "Well, you yeah. know, if somebody told yeah. me to self-destruct, I know what I'd do." Blah blah blah. And if you give me that circuit, even if you do do it, a little bit of you is going to live on, isn't it? You know. Yeah, he's um, he he's trying his best, like say, to play the computer in the only way he really knows, isn't it? He can't he knows he can't use logic or anything like that. And it works because he gets the circuit. Yeah, he gets the job done. Not only does he get the circuit, he gets uh, her to show him the uh, the video of um, you know, where they are and and yeah. gets her to open the door and uh, talks to them as well. He is the hero in this bit. Yeah. yeah. And I say it's, it's a good villa episode. Yeah. He's by far the strongest thing in it. I tell you what's odd is the next bit. We got a little bit of a shootout, and that seems very odd to see Villa shooting somebody. He actually kills somebody. That's not very often yeah. you see uh, Villa killing somebody, is it? No, but we've said before he has got a he has got a killing streak in him. He just doesn't use it that often, does he? No. But yeah, it is. You know, we we would expect it from season one, Villa, but. By now, you've sort of he's cuddly Villa, isn't he? Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah. I guess he's got enough of a code in him that he actually whistles, yeah. doesn't he, to get the guard's attention yes. before yeah. shooting him. He doesn't just shoot him in the back. I suppose he gives the guard at least a bit of a chance before killing yeah. him. Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, they get out and uh, and uh, that they get out of there outside, and they go to exactly where the old TARDIS rock is. You know, that's exactly yep. where the TARDIS is yeah. in Destiny of the Daleks, and um, and they get teleported up. Garen's been left behind. I guess when he gets shot, he gets sort of shot, doesn't he, in that shootout? And I guess his bracelet yeah. falls off. He gets shot a lot, doesn't he? No, indeed. He survives it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's been left a lot behind, and he pleads for his life to Servalan, but you know he's a dead man. Um, you never actually yeah, see yeah, what yeah. happens to him, but yeah, 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 there's no way he's going to survive that. Uh, you, you know he's not going to get anywhere. Um, no. And uh, next, we're on the little orbiter. You know, we've got Sulin and uh, Tarrant and Villa and Avon with Aurak. Um, um, and they they've got to go through the games on the orbiter, and yeah. uh, and Sulin has a chance to shine here, hasn't she? Because it's finally yes, a game it's... worth playing. Yeah, it's it's quite. I mean, it it's silly, but it's also quite clever that it builds to their strengths. But then you think, isn't it lucky that all the game? I mean, they don't play a lot of games, but the games all match. Yeah. The, the talents of our characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I, I thought it was a bit odd there. Did you notice that the computer voice is a mix of Aurak and Gambit? Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. They've superimposed the, the the lady's voice over Pete Tudnam's voice, oh, right. which is a bit weird. Is that t meant to to define the Aurak's um, like? Half controlling. I don't know. Gambit. I don't or know. Or maybe be it's been voiced through Aurac because they've got this yeah. little relay of, uh, device that's on the true, top yeah. of. Um... I wonder if that's what the circuit board was. Is that relay thing? I don't know, so but that, that little black thing on that box looks an awful lot like a doorbell to me. 
Yes. Yeah. It, and the most probably it is. It probably was, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Sue Lin, uh, no, Sue Lin, uh, Slave tells um, um, Dana that a ship yeah. is leaving, followed by the pursuit ships. That, that's Belkov leaving, and uh, followed by the pursuit ships, and they're heading towards the orbiter. Um, did you notice a continuity error there? Uh, didn't notice one. Yeah, no. when, it, when he's telling Dana, you, you know, yeah. all this, in the foreground, you can see Orak. Oh, right. No, I didn't know. But Orak is on the orbiter yeah. with Avon. You know? But if you look yeah. in the foreground there, I'll, I'll, put the, I'll screen grab it and put yeah. it on Facebook. You can clearly see Orak in the foreground. Yes. Um, Sulin wins, of course, this yeah. shootout things. Um, despite the crappy graphics, she does win. And the next room, that, that it opens up to the next room, and it's based on an LFS, says Tarrant, yes. a launch flight simulator. I- yeah, I trained on one of those. Well, isn't that lucky? Perm-headed buffoon. buffoon. <laughs> yeah, he might have trained on it, but he's not that good that he can land no. the thing. Um, yeah, it is a it bit rubbish. It doesn't seem that difficult either, does it? No. Uh, I know, I know there, like, you didn't have computer games like that back then, and you look at it now, and it's it's below what, like, the even, you know, uh, uh, the, the lowest of the flight simulators are now. I tell you what it reminded me of, and I had this back in the seventies when I were a nipper. I had a, I had a, a I think it was made by Ethics. There was a, a, a game. Oh, flight deck. Flight deck, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where you have to try. That, yeah. yeah, you've got a handle like that, and you've got to try and yeah. land this plane on a bit of string. On a bit on, of string. On your flight it was string deck. powered. Yeah. Oh, I've got to look into that. How, and... how are you a jump jet that was. Wasn't it, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny you and I uh, thought of that at exactly the, same, the same time. Age, yeah. yeah. It's, much like this episode, that's that was a game that had so much promise when you saw it advertised and in the Argos catalogue. Yeah. And then when you finally got it, uh, it wasn't that much fun. It's like Tank Battle. Did you have Tank Battle? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah and it was just a... Again, string-powered. <laughs> string-powered. <laughs> all string-powered. Oh, it was a different age then. The kids was, today, yeah. you know, don't know what they're missing. I don't know, yeah. <laughs> Everything was string-powered. Yeah. Back then. But yeah, no, he, he can't manage it, you know. Um, yeah. um, he, he can only achieve orbit. But that's enough, though, and he gets us through to the next thing, which is a locked door. Handy, yeah. then, that Villa's there. Uh, t- a t- I do like that uh, Avon just randomly presses a load of buttons. Mm. It's like, what, is he, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. It's a terrible line there about yeah. how Villa says, in the old days, you know, and, you know, it's the whole fingerprint thing, isn't he? Get some dust off a of Tarrant's boot, which is the remains yeah. of the guard that fell just, in that machine. Yeah, I quite like that it's that Villa does it. It shows he's a clever man and he knows this stuff, and that, but it is a bit silly. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a silly, cheap yeah. cop out end to all yeah. this, especially when he goes, "Oh, I hope one of these fingerprints was Belkov's." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you're crap out of luck if it isn't. Yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. The, the next bit, I find this all very confusing. The last game is when they realise the orbiter is moving away. Yeah. It's pre-programmed to fly according to the star it's locked onto. I don't understand what any of this. I don't understand any of this. Avon says I, I calculate twice. that the yeah. next star is da da, which is a black hole. And yeah, he goes, it's a black hole. This like, this is all gobbledygook from now on. <coughs> I don't understand it. And it's almost as if they got this. They were like ten minutes before ten o'clock, and the lights were going to go off at the BBC Centre. And they went, let's throw out the proper ending. Just make some old yeah, shit just, up. Just make it up. Yeah. It's really confusing. Uh, but luckily we cut away from that and we get another another yeah. lovely Bill Pearson creation. Belkov's ship. 
Yeah, it is really good. It's a really nice design. Um, And uh, Belkov's on it, obviously, and he's talking to Gambit. Gambit. Can you hear me, Gambit? Yes, Belkov. Position, please. Your orbit is stable. You're approaching optimum departure coordinates. Fine. Sever guidance links give me automatic control. Beginning self-destruct sequence. I need automatic control first. Gambit. I am not able to give it to you. I'll be killed if you don't. Not willing to give it to you. Gambit! Self-destruct sequence in progress. I'm sorry. Goodbye, Balkov. Oh, Gambit, this is no way to end our game. Lock my controls into Cygnus XL. And orbiters, please! Panels locked in. <laughs> and um, he wants manual control of the ship, yeah. um, but she refuses to give it to him because she's got the hump. Because uh, I guess she listened to Villa, and and, yeah. and she's like, "Yeah, he has got a point, that bloke." And um, and she locks him onto the black hole. Yeah, which well, he, he he begs her one to to at least lock him onto the orbiter because he doesn't know the orbiter's heading for a black hole. But the question is, why he? design the games mm. he knew they'd got to that point he knew that the final game would take the orbiter into the black hole mm. and also that's not a security device is it no that's a just that that'd be like a security device that blows up your possession yes yeah 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 mm. well she locks him onto the black hole and then she yeah. promptly blows up um and avon says you know belkov's opened the door i guess Opened yeah. the black hole or whatever. I, I presume. I, yeah. Oh, it's all tosh. They, they spoke. They spoke as if the black hole had like a a, a door, you know, a door, <laughs> or a, you know, and you could open them and close them. Yeah, because it is to- tosh. It's utter tosh. Yeah. Avon says a negative force a long way off can be countered by a positive force close up. I don't understand anything of what I'm listening to. No. I don't get it. Um. Yeah. It. it it's gobbledygook. Yeah. And. I think for the very first time we actually see the Scorpio fire a weapon. It, f- it fires this beam and hits the orbiter, um, which is a nice model shot of, of the orbiter, but you've got this crappy video effect added on. And, yeah. and we learn from ORAC that the positive and negative balanced each other perfectly and cancelled each other out. Lucky that one, isn't it? Oh, I, don't under- oh, I, don't, I don't get it. In a minute... There, are, there, there is a reason for a couple of the things, but right oh, now, right. what is transmitted, it makes no sense whatsoever. It yeah. is silly pantomime science fiction. They might as well have said the wizard did it. Mm. Didn't they? It was all a dream, this sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they have they have survived, and uh, Villa's pinched the necklace. You've done it. Yes, but what have you done? Proved my somewhat simplistic theory, Orac. Apparently so. It would appear that positive and negative inputs were balanced by the Felden crystals. Indeed, the balance was so perfect that they simply ceased to exist, along with everything in their immediate vicinity. I'm glad we didn't get too close. But, after all that, we go home empty-handed. Uh, not entirely empty-handed. Well, I saw it lying about. Seemed a pity not to take it. After all, Belkoff won't be needing it where he's gone. Let me see that. I'd say the last game was mine, wouldn't you? I have bad news for you, Villa. 
It's a fake. End game to Belkov. Yeah. But it's a fake because Avon smashes it and uh, and says, end game to Belkov. I don't know what that proves because we're, we're treating it as if it's like diamond and it should be really hard. We don't know that those crystal, the actual Felgen crystals aren't quite soft. Well, it does say it's the hardest substance, or it does oh, say it? it's the oh, hardest right. substance in, ah, in the universe. Yes, yeah. Oh, in the universe. In oh, the right. universe, okay. right. Yeah. All right, so that's the it over, because then we get... How do they get cut into... them? That's a good point. With more Felden. Yeah. But how do you cut oh, that of Felden? Course. yeah. 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 It's, it's turtles all the way down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, behind the scenes. Uh, we just mentioned there, Villa kills the guard. And uh, yep. this is the first time Villa kills someone since Cygnus Alpha. Uh, wow. when it, which is when he stabbed one of Vargas's followers. Um, location uh, filming was down in Dorset, good old Winspit, Winspit Quarry. Yeah, um, very recognisable from a lot of stuff. Yeah, and and uh, if anybody buys the Myth Makers Michael Keating DVD, which came out last year, uh, the interview is actually done at Winspit Quarry oh. on that piece of rock and around that bit of rock. So, yeah, uh, um, yeah, there, there there are some. Um, Missing scenes, okay, which adds to the confusion, okay? There's a missing scene at the end where Belkov's ship is destroyed because, as transmitted, Belkov gets away. You just see him laughing, and uh, you assume he he escaped. He didn't. You actually do see Belkov's ship be destroyed, okay? Um, Makes sense. There's also, at a very late stage, there was a scene uh, which was cut out where the Scorpio was being attacked by the pursuit ships, and during that sequence, there are references to uh, the whole planet, Mechron 2, the whole planet being sucked into the black hole. Oh, right. Okay. Um, Stratford John... Oh, no, there's four monks dying. Yes, <laughs> the planet of four monks. Yeah. Um, Stratford John's had a habit of ad-libbing, okay? And this yeah. adds to the confusion because he had the line, lock the orbiter panels into Cygnus XL, you know, the black hole, yeah. okay? But he turned that into lock my controls into Cygnus XL and the orbiter. So, right. so the way he said it, it's like he's he's lo- he wanted his own controls locked onto the black hole, and he yeah. would fly into the black hole himself. Okay. Yeah, I think um, when he because he he did a Doctor Who uh, four to Doomsday, Doomsday yep. and and behind the scenes on that, they they reckon that it was very hard to get him to stick to the lines. Mm. Yeah, well, we've got one here. Um, yeah. And there's some changes in the, the script to the final version. Um, early on, Garen says booby traps. You know, there's booby yeah. traps. Um, he was actually meant to say bloody traps. Oh, right. Because there are booby. no booby traps. No, either. no, no. There's just games. Yeah. There are, there, there are no booby traps. They are bloody traps, you know, because the games yeah. are traps. Yeah. And uh, uh, Michael Keating ab- ad-libs Madam. Um, when she says, would you like to play something? And he says, that's very kind of you, madam. He wasn't supposed to say madam. That, that was an ad That's not quite nice, though. I like that. Yeah, that's totally in keeping with yeah. Villa's character, isn't it? Exactly, yes. Yeah. yeah. Stratford Johns, uh, then. Stratford Johns, you know, uh, as I say, he was in Zed Cars and then Softly, Softly. And yep. um, uh, we'll talk about his genre tally in a minute. But uh, a little aside there. He was offered the role of Ratcliffe. Um, which was played by George Saul in Remembrance of the Daleks. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he turned that down. Um, 
Uh, again, another rather meagre these days genre tally. He's only got a genre tally of six. Mm. Um, the first two were different characters in the Avengers. Okay, mm. then he was in Department S. Um, then here in Blake Seven, and then straight after Blake Seven, he went yes into Doctor Who, uh, Four to Doomsday, where he played yeah. Monarch in Four That's to Doomsday. It, yeah. And the last genre thing he did was. Uh, Something I guess we're going to have to do on Effectively Speaking one day. Uh, the Lair of the Lot White Worm. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, where he, I think he was the police captain or something in that. Or no, he was the butler. He was the seedy butler. Oh, he, right. so it's, it's a while since yeah, I've seen he, it. I remember he, it's been a good film. He, he was Amanda Donahue's uh, yeah. seedy butler, I think, oh, in right. that. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, have to do, we'll have to do that on Effectively Speaking, yeah. you and I. It'll give us an excuse to go back and watch that. Um, so genre tally of six and a who tally of one. All right. I thought he'd have a bigger genre. Oh, I'm, I'm sure that he was in more yeah. stuff, you know. Yeah, unless it was stuff that we wouldn't class as genre, and we've just we've just him. seen him in tons of stuff, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next section, then. Uh, was it worth it? Was it worth them uh, doing this? Do you think? No, not a not a jot was it? <laughs> they they got nothing out of it. Uh, four monks died. <laughs> Some guards died. Um. Yeah, nothing. Not nada. Zip. Because even if they never bothered to take off and they didn't bother, you know, going on about this, uh, you know, where we could use it, yeah. Servalan would have turned up at this planet and she would have discovered that there was no Felden crystals. So she wouldn't have got the f crystals. They haven't stopped Servalan from doing anything. Yeah, no, it's a, definitely a no, isn't it? Definitely. Definitely a, a big goose egg of waste of time yeah yeah all right so that's a no there are an awful lot more no's than yeses in season four yeah strange that like yeah it. wait until episode 100 where we have the final tally of them all yeah all right yeah. it was um it was weird this episode because i know we sort of we sort of say that season four you know is not our favorite and not good but we've had a few okay ones mm. and i i honestly thought this would be a little a hidden gem mm. uh, it was uh, and the first couple of scenes you're going oh wow no mm. and it's such a complete and utter waste of effort mm. it is isn't I think, it yeah I'd... which seems to be season four isn't yeah. it? it sums up season four yeah. yeah 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 i don't know when i'll next want to watch this episode again is it's no not... i i can't see me watching it again probably i i literally i can't see myself watching it again mm. yeah same I here in reality yeah same here i think the only reason i'd watch it again would be to study those spaceships if i was going to yeah. make bell or for, or yeah Garen for ships. a reason you wouldn't you wouldn't watch it for entertainment of enjoyment and entertainment no 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 all right. Okay. Well, that's uh, today's episode over. Uh, before we go, we've got a little announcement to make, haven't we? We have, and, yeah. And that's that uh, Ian and I will be attending Maximum Power in June, the uh, the yes. uh, the Blake Seven convention in Oxfordshire, um, dedicated to Jacqueline Pierce. It's a charity event uh, in Jacqueline's name, and uh, we're going, aren't we, Ian? Yes. Yeah. We weren't planning on going. Uh, you you got roped into it. Uh, to patrol. Yes, I will be and trooping. I thought, yeah, and I thought, well, if you're gonna be there, I might as well go. Yes, yeah. Ian and <laughs> I—that's a—that's an a, a endorsement <laughs> for it. Isn't it? I might as, might well, as go. well go. Yeah, nothing else happening. Yeah, I mean, Ian and I have known each other like twenty years, but we have actually haven't been in the same room together for a good. <sighs> 
God, oh, blimey. Kind of decade, oh, way it? over a decade. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. It'll be good to uh, um, meet up again. And we'll, we'll probably realise why we don't. <laughs> That'll be the end of this podcast. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, anybody out there that's uh, planning to go to Maximum Power, uh, Ian and I will be there. I don't know if we'll have time to do any sort of like event on the day to do with the podcast, but we will be there. So come we'll along and say hi. I know Mark, um, a, yes, a great Mark's supporter of, of this podcast and our Facebook page, uh, will be going along. So uh, it'll be great to see Mark in the flesh as well. Um, so yeah, if you're coming to Maximum Power, uh, you've got another reason to go now. <laughs> yeah, come, come and meet come us. Meet come us. and say Come and meet us. Yes. Yeah. Now, Eric, you're going to be one of the Federation guards, but there's going to be more than one guard there, so that could be interesting. Yes, it will be spot the Eric. Can, yeah. can you tell which one is the podcaster there? Yes, yes. Yeah. And Ian, I'm sure, will be in his uh, space anorak, and it will be easy. Uh, well, I, 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 I don't know yet. I might do season four. Avon. Avon. Oh, that's an idea. Yeah, that's quite a nice one. It's quite visible. I'll probably take the anorak as well because season four Avon gets very hot. And this is in June, isn't it? So we, it might be on that nice weekend we might get. I've, I've, I've just thought yeah. of something, and this is off the top of my head, and if yeah. he's not up for it, I do apologise. But if you took your space anorak along, yep. Mark could wear that. He could lay on the yep. floor. You could be straddled his body, over his body, like at the very yeah. last shot of the Blake, and I'll be the guard the, in yeah. the background. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We could recreate sure we could that do, moment. Yeah. <laughs> we could re try and recreate the whole series. <laughs> yes, yes. We can actually yeah. do something for real rather than asking Mark to do his you, 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 yes. you know, Photoshop wizardry. We can actually re recreate a moment with us for real and Mark will be in could. it. And it, it will probably be less convincing than Mark's. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah, yeah. So, looking forward to that. That's going to be great. Yeah, fun. I think it'll be yeah, good. It'll yeah. be good. All right. Okay. Uh, so, that's it. That's us for today. Um, next time, uh, it's special episode time again. Yes, um, yeah. And we're going to be discussing just what there are in the way of real aliens in the Blake's yes. universe. Proper alien. What's a proper alien and what's a offshoot of the human race? Yep. So that's what we're going to be talking about next time, okay? Be a good one, I think. All right, excellent. All right, okay, Ian, um, see you next time then. No problem, right. I'll see you next right, time. See you then. Thanks, Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.